up, uh, red cup, uh, red cup, hey, you know, you know I got that red cup, hey, red cup, hey, red cup, hey, you know. Yo, world, this is your boy IWZY. You are listening to Red Cup TV's Talk To On Podcast. I am here with my host. It's really real up in the building. Hey, yo, and it is your boy IWZY. First off, we want to hope. Well, we want to tell you guys, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for sticking with us. If you are new to the game and you want to figure out where you can find us outside of wherever you're listening to us from now, you can go to Spotify, type in Red Cup TV, talk to them. That is us. You're going to see a Red Cup or a Red Solo Cup. Please go over there and hit the five-star rating for us, please. And if you can, go ahead and subscribe and hit that bell while you're at it. So that way you get to hear all the new podcasts when we drop every single Monday. Uh. You know I got that red cup. Uh. Red cup. Uh. Red cup. You know. You know know I got that. Listen here. Go get that. (laughs) Listen, we everywhere. We're on Instagram at TheRedCupTV underscore for those who don't know what an underscore is, it is the line that is on the line, not the dash. But bro, the it's it's two thousand twenty-two, bro. If you don't know the uh, what's the, what you just called it? Damn, underscore, bro. If you don't That's know what the underscore is in, in two thousand twenty-two, come on, man, you tripping? To make a profile, you got to be careful of those two. I'm, I'm, I'm so shocked that the name Fly God Real wasn't took by nobody. Cause I swear it's a million niggas with the nickname Real out of nowhere. I'm trying to be different from being tired, but I can't get away from it. And oh, I, just, yeah, I, just found, I just found out, like, last week, that my uncle Carell, shout out to my butt, shout out to my uncle, my godfather, his name is Carell, yeah, my, my name is Tyrell, and you see why. But his nickname is Rail, too. I didn't know that until last For week. Real? Yeah. That's what's up. Uncle Fire, man, like, he, he a low-key finance guru. I had to bring him on here for real. But man, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 anti-social, so it ain't gonna happen. He is anti-social. I mean, y'all are kind of one in the same, except for like he, he. When I say low key, he for real low key, super low key. Listen, don't fall off the grid, bro. On us, <laughs> you feel Facts. me? You ain't got to worry about him popping out because he ain't even got no social media. <laughs> Mm-mm. Like Not him popping all. out is is for real. Just like surprise, show up at a, an event, you know, spiffy, brand new car. You know my uncle Carell, man. He do that stuff. Like that's how he pop out. Like he actually there. Now that that's that's how that's how he rolled though. I respect it though, man. Gotta respect. Okay, it. No, we had a car note. We gonna we gonna let me ask you a question, bro. Yeah. In the world of social media. Mm-hmm. What's what's your favorite social media app? In the world of social media. Um for me to really pop my, you know, just like be me, Twitter. Mm. But I will say I've I've come to really, really enjoy uh creating content on, on uh TikTok. Okay. You know, I you know me, I like to dabble in arts and stuff like that and, you know, acting and just being dramatic and, you know, just stuff like that. That's the stuff I always like. So being a character, so to speak, and people laugh, you know, that's what makes me like it. Got you. Um, I think my favorite social media would have to be Twitter. 
And um, the reason for that is like Twitter is like a place where you can post something, but you don't really care about the likes. Like you're just on there posting, just you know what I'm saying, say what's on your mind. Because like any other social media app, it's always like driven. Like I gotta get the likes for people to see me. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you can post something on Twitter and um get like two likes, and that's big, damn near, bro. But if you mm-hmm. post someone on Instagram, you get two likes. It's like, damn, well, my, my pitch ain't hitting that. What's, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? But and on and on TikTok the same way. Like on TikTok, like it's like driven as well because if you don't if you don't get a certain amount of likes on your video, you know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be shown on the algorithm. So you need those likes to for people to see your shit or they have like to get the views for people to see it. So like, I just think Twitter is not like a, a like driven app and like. I love hip hop Twitter. I love NBA Twitter, man. I'm into both of those, so I'm really big on Twitter, man. I fuck with Twitter heavy though. Like Twitter yeah, definitely. Twitter. I'm oh black Twitter too. I'm big on black Twitter too, even though they be blowing me sometimes, but I'm big on yeah. there too. All three of them blow me because they all three said some wild shit. Like I just seen you quote a re- quote a tweet saying that fifty cent was top fifteen all time. No. 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 That's the type of stuff we I see on hip hop Twitter. Like, yeah, I was like, say, no. you know, I didn't agree to that. I quoted it. I forget what I said because I tweeted that like I think two, three days ago. Yeah, it's like no, bro, y'all like we like, tweaking, y'all tweaking. Out, bro. He is not top fifteen, bro. The nigga not even fifteen. Like, no, nah. He and he, I respect Fifty Cent <laughs> due to the fact that he was the first rapper I ever heard. So I, I have all the respect for Fifty Cent, but he's not my top fifteen. <laughs> Yeah, 50 Cent is not a bad artist. We're not saying he's trash at all. I think he's a marketing genius, and for the simple fact, when he was spitting what, what he was spitting, it was definitely top tier. Exactly, but bro. To be a top, to be a top 50 rapper is good in the in the in the, in the game of in the rap game. Like, cause this is like years years of people coming out and being rappers. So you being top 50. That's great because it's 50 rappers or it's 50 plus rappers that come out every year. Mm-hmm. So to be top 50 all time is great. That's the same way in like in sports too. If you're a top 50 basketball player of all time, bro, that's crazy because the sport been out for 75 years. So to be top 50, that's great. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the top 15, that's like the elite of the elite rappers. That's like Hold on, this this is like it's no argument that he should be here. Like that that person, those individuals moved the league. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They helped the league transcend. When we talk about the Jay-Z's and Nas, like those, those type guys, like those are niggas that have been in the game for years and they're still going. Like these, like Nas is like, I think he's like 45 or something. He's mm-hmm. just won his first Grammy last year, nominated for another Grammy this year. Jay Z is in his fifties, and still can outrap a lot of niggas today. And he don't write, and he doesn't, and he hasn't wrote for years. Nigga you know ain't wrote since the damn nineties. You got niggas in the game like Lil Wayne who've been rapping since he was like thirteen. You know what I'm saying? Like these are the elite of the elite rappers, and even guys like the J Coles, the Kendricks, the Drakes, guys that are just coming the game, the young, the younger. The younger guys, you know what I'm saying? Like they they pushing the they pushing that thing too because without them three, you don't. This generation is nothing really because what do we really have? We're gonna be on. We're gonna be feeding on little baby. 
and ain't nothing wrong with that, but it's like the generation before that, we got Kanye West, we got Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? We got that. Mm-hmm. The TIs, Jeezy, Gucci. That, that's Gucci. what that's that's the generation before us, the Ludacris, Nelly's like we got all that before before the Kendricks, the J. Cole, Drake, and Future. I don't care what none of you niggas say. When you talk about the Mount Rushmore for this era, the Future, Future, Future Hendrix is on that bitch with them sunglasses and that damn hat. Put him on there. He is definitely on there with the Jeeper Creeper hat, bro. Respect Future, bro. This man been in the game for a long time and he's been consistent for a long time. That nigga turned dreads blonde and went super saiyan for real. Facts. He had, bro, he had he had a he had a period in his career where it's like, damn, Future, what you doing? When he dropped the Honest album, it's like, Future, what's going on? This ain't this ain't you. But guess what Future did, though? He put out Monster, one of, the, one of his best mixtapes ever. And what did he do after Monster? He put out DS2. When he put out DS2, he put out March Madness. You know what I'm saying? Put out March Madness to 56 Nights. 56 Nights. Come on, man. No, I care what nobody say. Right about now, bro, his, his other DS2, uh, the equivalent, would be wizard. You think so, bro. Wizard hard. Okay, so wizard is um one of the recent ones. So you got wizard. Uh, what's the last one he put? The black and white album. The um, black and white it? album. It got comfortable on there. Uh, Damn, what's the name of that album, bro? I see I the cover. I see the cover. I, I listen to that. I listen to the album a lot. So you know what? I take that back. DS two. Yeah, after I mean after this two the best albums that he got for real for real would be that album is black and white. I don't think I know the name of the album at all. I don't either, bro, but that album hard though. But it's definitely black and white. High off life. High off life. It's called, it's called High Off Life. Yeah. Okay, so then it'd be High Off Life and Was It. Those are his two hardest albums he don't put out. That's DS2. Like, hands down. I don't care what nobody said. You could play Hard to Choose One. On there, uh, the intro hard, um, posted with demons, uh, comfortable. Ooh, that that was my song. The first time I heard it, I played that song back to back flight two hours, bro. Bitch, don't get too comfortable. Better not get too comfortable. Hey, listen here, I will, man. Listen, I will separate it from my ex too, bro. Shorty got a little too damn comfortable. Had to cut her ass off. That song dropped perfect time. It was crazy. Okay, my favorite album after DS2, man. Um, cause you know what came after what came after DS2? Mm, yeah. What a, what a time to be alive. Mm, that was my favorite. It wasn't my favorite. I'm not. I'm not saying it's my favorite. I'm just saying that's what came after DS2. I'm gonna name all the ones that came after DS2. That, that are albums because they got the mixtapes on it too. They got what a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Future, Hendrix. Evil. Super, super slimy, evil. Um, the wizard, high off life. Out of all of those, my favorite mm-hmm. one. I don't have to say Hendrix, bro. You like singing future? I fuck with R and B future, man. I do, man. Mm. I do, bro. I, I I I find myself listening to it, but. I'm gonna always go back and listen to High Off Life or, or Wizard. 
the first time he got R&B Future was on that um that song with um, Rihanna, like mainstream Future, that love on that love song. And that's what Hendrix yeah. is, bro. That's what Hendrix is. He got stuff like, come on, hurry up. Got my collection on here, bro. Damage, use me. Solo, mm. solo on here, bro. It's hard right here. Hey, is that the one, one, uh, is that the one with extra love? Extra love. That's the one with extra love. Extra love. Extra love. I think that's a vibe. That's only a vibe. All right, let me ask you this. For this generation only, wait, I know we talked about the Mount Rushmore, but let's give these people a refresher. You could put six faces on this Mount Rushmore as to who shaped mm. the music now. Six faces. Who you got? On the four on the four you already got, or like this a new one? No, we started from a blank canvas. Tell people your six. Oh, for this generation or like or currently, like or this or the twenties. We're talking about the twenties. I tell you what, this is your Mount Rushmore of in your this is your Mount Rushmore of all music in your head. As to what builds real. All music in my head. Okay. If there are six artists that can build your list. Ooh. Six artists. Okay, well. First three is real simple, real easy for me. It's um it's Jay-Z, Kanye, and Michael Jackson. That's just my first three. Okay. That's real real simple for me. I got it. Um, I get interesting. My fourth will be Kendrick. Okay. Um, my fifth will definitely be Chris Brown. Okay. And my sixth. My sixth will be future, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. My sixth will be future. My sixth is between future and Drake, honestly. It's definitely between future and Drake. It's like one A and one B with them. I could dig that. I could dig that. I like that. That's about that's about you for real. <laughs> yeah, it is, bro. For it real. definitely is, bro. I, I that ass listen to Kanye and Jay Z down there every day, bro. Um, my last tweet, my last tweet was a Kanye verse. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> you better be, you better love Kanye. I do, bro. Right, so I do. I ain't no idiot though. I love him. He be doing some dumbass shit though, but I love him. I think it's I think it's publicity. My Mount Rushmore. Who do I listen to? Of course, Lil Wayne ain't gonna be on there. Mm, I knew that for sure. You know, Lil Wayne ain't gonna be on there. You know, Future gonna be on there. Um, trying to think. Drake. Drake would be on there. What's that um, four? Oh, that's three. It's Lil three. Wayne. Oh, I said Lil Wayne. Future and Drake. Future Drake. Uh, trying to think. I've really been on Nas. Mm. Like, ever since his album, I just like went back, and I, I I've been backtracking with Nas. I, I got the Nas there because I can't say Cole. For me, at this point, I can't say Cole's my favorite. If I was to say Cole's my favorite rapper, it's like kind of slapping Nas because, like, bro. Listening to them is synonymous. Man, it's bro. That's so crazy. Cause I, I swore I thought J. Cole was gonna be on there for sure, bro. I did too. I was waiting that for it. So crazy. Cause I just told my nigga Javan, like, you put me on J. Cole. Cause you the first person 
to uh, play Friday Night Lights. First person to play that, and I remember that because it was at it was at your little you you was doing your modeling thing, and then boys walking yep. on the runway, and I had I think I had your phone or something, and you was like, and you just gave it to me, and I was just listening to Friday Night Lights the whole time, bro. Oh no, that was my laptop. I gave you my laptop. Yeah. Yeah, and I was listening to that the whole that was my first time like actually hearing J. Cole. So that's crazy. I thought you would have said that, bro. Damn. Like I would trust me, I would have I would have definitely said J. Cole. But it's like when the further I was diving into Nas and then coming back out of it, bro, that I would say Nas J. Cole simply because of how like how much they sound alike, bro. It's scary. Mm. I think Nas he has a little bit more street to hit to his music, to his content than J. Cole does. Yeah. J. Cole's um, my fault, go ahead. No, nah, I was just gonna say Nas was more of a street nigga too though. That's true. That's true. J. Cole reminds me of Kanye West. And when I say that it's like because they both rap about their life. They don't talk about yes. you know what I'm saying? They don't they don't make a facade of they're this they're this tough guy. They only rap about because they both grew up in like they both grew up in the hood, but they weren't street dudes. They just seen, you know what I'm saying, what their environment, what happened around them. That's what they rap about. They don't, they don't rap about killing nobody because they never done that. They never Kanye and DMX. Kanye yeah. and DMX. DMX for sure. DMX for DMX sure. It's somebody else. It's somebody else too. I thought would be on there too. I got one left. Um, Hopefully he makes it. <laughs> Let me see. I said Kanye, DMX, because I'm trying to like think of my overall like what make me listen to what I listen to. I ain't got no uh. I'm gonna say currency, bro. Your shit, all rappers. Because <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of hip hop. If we if we say R and B, oh you said because you were saying what shapes you like what shaped you like listening to music. Yeah, oh, I mean, well, if I say what shaped me, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of blifted, bro. All right, so what shaped me for real? I do that whole six over. That's too easy. That's the weekend, Kanye. Mm. Uh, what I said, the weekend, Kanye, Lil Wayne. That's three. Uh, Drake, Nas, slash Cole. Then my last one. I don't know. Damn, what would be my last one? Bro, it's Wayne, bro. Stop playing with yourself. Bro. I already said Wayne. I already said Wayne. Yeah, I said Wayne. Oh, shit, my fault. Bro, it's just, it's just one dude, bro. I don't think he gonna say his name, though, bro. I'm trying to think of one rapper that be rapping his ass off that I can just think of because my last rapper won't be somebody that's mainstream. Oh, okay. Damn. I can't think of his name right now, but it's like I remember his mixtapes. I remember listening to his mixtapes. So like, I'm gonna just still say currency. You know how I thought you was gonna say? Who's that? Buster Rounds, bro. Hey yo. I had a feeling you would have said Buster. I thought you was gonna say Buster Rounds and this and this one that I know I thought you was gonna for sure say. I thought you was gonna say Master P, bro. Nah. I like I, I love Master P's mindset and how he did what he did, but I don't know. Maybe I wasn't thinking deep enough for that. <laughs> Master P came to mind, but I I don't like Master P for his 
as an artist. Mm. If that makes sense. Like, he's not my favorite artist. Master P is my favorite artist to do something. He's like my favorite black person or one of my favorite black people. Okay. For what he's done, his accomplishments and how he uh, not just conquered the game, conquered the industry, or conquered the, the, the nigga went to the NBA. Hey, bro, he, he that I lived every person's dream as one person. As one person. He dead ass did that. Snigger, this nigga's a rapper. He also went to the NBA. He played in the NBA and he dead ass played. Like that nigga got some highlights, bro. Yeah. Dead ass played. played. And he's a and he a billionaire? Um close, close to it. He close, yes, and this nigga's a, a millionaire, bro. Like that's everybody's dream in one person, bro. Well, he did everything. That ass did every he that has done everything, bro. Now, he don't beat GTA. Like he, he did it. He was even a drug dealer. The ice Facts. cream man. Facts he was. He was the original ice cream man. It wasn't cheesy. I'm the <laughs> ice cream man. Nah, he's a snowman. Oh yeah, snowman. My bad. You talking about Gucci. Gucci? Gucci got a snow cone on his face. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, speaking of Gucci, boy, did you hear that song he put out? I did. I damn, I damn sure did. Hey, yo, Gucci hard. Damn sure and what did. made this song even harder, bro, was the video. Guys, and he, you know, he hit this was so was so pleasant. It really was so pleasant, but it was also like he's talking straight to you. You know, what I'm saying? like he, you know, like he Go was ahead. talking to his son, damn near. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I it's so and 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 I, and I like how you brought back up. I thought you wanted to be thought you was Gucci Man in, in two thousand and six. I love how you brought that up. Because that? nigga, you said that. You right. said that in your song. I feel like I'm Gucci I thought you Man felt like Gucci back in two thousand and six. I yeah. thought you felt like Gucci Man in two thousand and six. Like you that? said that. You said that in your song. And now you and you just Gucci out of nowhere. What the hell did Gucci do? Gucci didn't do that, didn't do nothing. Gucci ain't know nothing. He chilling. And Gucci like, boy, don't get your ass killed, boy. Don't get you, don't get yourself put in the blunt. Right. He did. He he the wrong one for sure, though. Because he 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 that ass. He bought everything he talking about. He exactly. Don't get your ass turned into Pookie Low. Yeah, he 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 dead ass about everything he said. So Gucci got folks out there for real. You no, hiding in Utah, <laughs> but he got long arms. Facts, he do, bro. Man, listen for those who ain't watched the video. I'm gonna t- like it, it was pretty much like some chill Godfather style, like he beat GTA. That's exactly what Gucci Mane looked like, like he beat GTA. Because for folks who don't understand, this dude was really flexing, not just his wealth. He was flexing how comfortable he is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he ain't really worried about nobody touching him. And what I mean by flexing his wealth, bro, he just had a four million dollar car dropped off at his house in the million of the in the middle of the damn video. Facts. That's a four million dollar car. For those who don't know what it is, it's a Ferrari, La Ferrari. That's a four million dollar car. He <laughs> said dropped off. And it was yellow. Bright yellow, match the outfit. Hey, bro, when I when I seen him take that picture, you know what I thought about? What? Living out the chain with the face cup. Yeah. Yo, you too. <laughs> this is how I know you, my brother. I was thinking about Lemon. 
I thought he was gonna make a part two, but I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, right. He would have made a lemonade too. Come on, bro. Hey man, lemonade might be one of when I was a little kid, bro. I think I was in like third, fourth grade. When mm-hmm. music when music torch was big, y'all niggas don't know about music torch, bro. Y'all don't, bro. When music torch was big, niggas would come home on that school bus. <laughs> go go on the man. Go to music torch and play that lemonade song, bro. I had to see that video every day, bro. Lemon on the day with the fake cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Lamar. Hey, man, I got a whole song talking about the color Le- yellow. That ass got a whole song talking about that shit, bro. Like your favorite color yellow. That's that's another person who had one hell of a run, bro. I did though. Gucci man had a hell of a run. Like it ain't even about the albums. Dude, mixtapes sold like albums, bro. And he got some big ass hits too. Really big hits. Quarter hey, pound, you... half a pound, whole pound. Hey, <laughs> half a bread, whole bread. Listen here. Put the pounds in the trash can. Gucci do the dishes. Don't nobody, nobody fuck with my kitchen. Bought an old school. And listen here, man. Gucci man had one hell of a run, bro. He was dropping mixtape. Dude, Rock. between him and and Lil Wayne, man, what? Rockstar lifestyle might not might make. don't make it. Middle of the club, so wasted. I'm so wasted. She's so wasted. Come on, man. Hey, Gucci man got them hits. Why? He got all wear tight jeans, Latin white boy. <laughs> and that's on him and all. Uh, uh, I think Lil Wayne and Gucci got that's on hard, bro. We talking about um. Man, fuck the nigga. I'ma spare everything, but the nigga. I put the gun down and but the nigga take the knife off the AK cut. Hey, yeah. That's on hard, boy. Don't nigga, don't nigga snapped on that thing, boy. Gucci snapped on that thing, man. That boy said this AK-47 to hit you everywhere from the ankle up. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh. Bro, nigga was in nigga was young as hell going to that elementary was in school. Bag. I was in elementary school listening to that shit in the morning on the bus. Yeah, boy, I said this AK forty seven to hit you everywhere from the ankle up. <laughs> Shout out to Gucci. Big shout out to Gucci. He stayed high like giraffe coochie. Mm. Man, look. Hey, have you seen that thing with Kodak Black? He said, I'm called that black, but when you see me, I'm white. I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with your boy, man? I don't know, bro. He's funny, though. My name Claire, mm. when you see me, I'm white. Fucking on your white wife. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Hey, that album he got, though, hard, though. Yes, sir. I got to listen to Vaughn album, bro. I do, too. I- I've been hearing good things about it. I, I gotta listen to Vaughn album. I'm gonna listen to Young Boy and uh Baby album. Like they I gotta heard, come back out. I heard that shit was trash. What man, I ain't heard nothing good about it. I heard one song from the man neighborhood uh I think like neighborhood star or something like that. Neighborhood celebrity, I don't know. That shit was that nigga, hard. I like they, the video. They got a song with Young Boy sound like Playboy Cardi, and I ain't really fuck with that. 
Excuse me. He be playing with the auto tune too much. Nah, he nah, he dead ass sound like play with Cardi, bro. Oh, that's scary. Nah, he he took he took like all that nigga shit, bro. I like damn, you should got a Playboy Cardi. Well, you you might couldn't afford to get Playboy Cardi, bro. He just told young boy to do it. Damn, that's cold blooded. That's, like, that's cold blooded. Like Soldier Boy said, nigga took my my flow word for word, bar for bar. <laughs> 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 no, Drake, that ass did though. That's crazy. He, he did. Took Soldier Boy. No, shit, bro, man. bro. Tell me why. Young Chop this King Von's album, bro. Young Chop are crazy as hell, honey. Hey, he been tweaking since 2020, bro. I don't know what the hell wrong Young Chop, though. That boy ain't, mine ain't, gone. And they, they sure they crib or something? They probably did. I don't know. Then they shot up bro crib or something. But yeah, his ass been tweaking. But you know what's crazy, though? Von was the one that was checking up on him when he was going crazy back then. Damn, that crazy. That nigga changed on you. Vaughn was like he did he did a lie to check on him, like, hey man, for real, you good, bro? Like, yo, I've been on here tweaking, bro. Yeah, man, you know, I'm good, man. I'm trying to get like you. And shoot, Vaughn was like, whatever you need, bro, you know what I'm saying? He's like, well shit, can I get twenty dollars? Vaughn laughed though. That's what? <laughs> Vaughn was like, you for real, bro? He said, Yeah, bro, I'm fucked up, bro. Not I'm young chop, like, not young chop on the beat. Young chop won't fucked up, man. But that was funny. You know, you know what Gunner said though, no. What's that? Hope that money don't change you. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, niggas don't know about that, though. Facts, they don't. Oh, the last say, day of sale. Gonna say, hope that money don't change you, bro. Talk to me. I got you know what? Speaking of Gunner, before I get to this topic, bro, because I went back and I listened to that song with him and Chloe. Mm-hmm. I'm a Gunner fan, but they could have kept that shit, bro. You don't fuck with it. At all. You the first nigga to say that, though. I don't... Bro, they messed up a, a, a classic, bro. They could have mm, kept that shit. That John B, motherfucker. Now, are you serious? I'm gonna fuck you, right? I'm like, I don't... No, that's not you what said, John B is about, you, bro. You, you, you saying it wrong. You saying it wrong. Let me... Let me say? Let me get the cadence and melody for you. I'm gonna Go fuck ahead. you right, I will. I'm gonna fuck you right, I will. You're right, but... You don't get that from John B, bro. Like, are you serious? He he like, not was, he not remaking the song. He just he just sampling. It, you know what I'm saying? That's all. It ain't even about remaking the song. He didn't even go with the vibe that the song give off. And then like hearing Chloe say, "I'ma fuck you right out," boy, that was so cringeworthy. It was though, cause we you ain't never seen it in that in that light though. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. It's different for you, ain't it? Any, I mean that too, bro. Like you know, it's it like, was just the song like, was so cringy to me, dog. It was like seeing your little sister grow up, and she see and she started cussing and say, "Hey, whoa, 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 hey, yeah, hey." <laughs> but she older than me, though. But I'm saying for you, that's it was like, still hey. the first time I heard yeah. my sister. I was like, "Hey, wait a minute." Yeah, that's that's what that's what that was like. Cause when I heard, it, I was like, "Okay," because I seen her, I seen her owner. I was like, "Okay, what she what she gonna come on and do though?" And she said what he said. I said, whoa, oh, okay. But then again, I thought about it. she do got the that Lord have mercy song got was well, she going crazy though. See, I mean, and that's cool. I, I'm not saying it's cool because I like looking at her body and stuff like that. It was just the vulgarity of I'm gonna fuck you right, I will. Like you feel me? <laughs> like just hearing that, it's so forward, so vulgar, it's just like 
that is so cringeworthy. That boy, and that the, boy, vocabulary colorful. He said the vulgarity. I'm telling you, my listen, my vocab is off the chain. But I can do that, bro. And it was like Gunner was trying to sing on that shit. I was like, nah, cause I can't. See, this the thing though. Gunner can do a little R and B though, cause he got a song with um with Tessa Thompson on that um on that Mike Will made it on Creed Two soundtrack. He in his bag though. Like Gunner can hold a note, bro. It's just like that right there, man. It just made me uncomfortable. I got you. I feel you. I feel you. You weren't fucking with it. I understand. Yeah. I tried, man. I listened to it back to back. Even I let Jay Goldie hear it. She was like, hell no. May I ask you a question, though? Yeah. Okay, so you don't like how I hate how I hated this man on the John B song. Have you ever heard the song by Rihanna called Jump? Probably. That was her take on Genuine Pony. But that shit like techno, though. That shit like Jersey oh, Shore, wow. Poly Poly D fist pump. <laughs> this is fist pump music, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Um, just a few days ago, that was my first time listening to a full Rihanna project, and okay. I heard that, and I heard that song. I was like, "Whoa, okay, the hell." Yeah, she she got range too. Now I'm I'm gonna go check out Jump simply because you said it. Because I listened to the one. What's that song? What's that one called? It's like it's red and white. With a crown on it. That shit hard though. Uh that ain't rude, girl. That's uh anti the anti joint. It might be anti. Anti, I love it, man. Anti hard. It's a hard album right there. That guy ain't got no skips. No skippers. That, I mean unless unless you don't want to hear work, which is radio. It's been radio played, so you might skip that, but it's been played yeah, yeah. Let me see what's on here. You got work. Yeah, that's it though. That's the only one that's been played on radio like that is work. That song was abused. <laughs> song wait, was wait, abused. Wait, wait, wait. That song was abused, man. Enjoy man, look, that, let me let me what was I finna ask you, bro? Yeah, I told mine. All right, yeah. So here's one of the topics I wanted to talk about, bro. It's three words. It's dependency, independency, and interdependency. Okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, do you know what any of those words mean? Like, could you explain dependency for me? Dependency? Yeah. Or to be dependent. Or that's like um I can't explain that shit to you right here. No. It's to be reliant. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like to rely on somebody. Like let's just say dependent is to, you know, rely on somebody. Like you can't really do much for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Now explain independent for me. I mean, you don't need nobody. You do it on your own. Boom. There you go. Now, how often have you heard interdependent? Never. First time hearing that. Wow. And I'm glad we're having this conversation because it's going to get deep. Now, interdependent is where you're independent, but you also recognize and you have the ability to work together with someone else to accomplish the same goals. Mm. Got me? Yeah. Now, check this out. <clears throat> so, I'm, I'm reading this book, man. I do a lot of reading. And, like, the book was pretty much saying a lot of times people grow up, you know, either being hyper-dependent or hyper-independent. 
because they grow up, especially like in the black culture, we always are told to stand our own two feet, get it out the mud, you know what I'm saying? And just do for yourself. Or I can't mm-hmm. wait for you to get out of the house and you get your own house because we want to be what? Independent. Mm-hmm. From jump, you know? <laughs> and you grow up and you only can rely on self and relying on self. Yeah, you're independent mentally, physically, financially, all of these things, right? But when it's time to like commit yourself to a relationship with another person, you find difficulties in those areas because you've always been doing for you, not doing for yourself or for the better of others. Excuse me. Now, the people who struggle the most with independency or those type of problems are only childs or children who've had, they got really, really young siblings. Right? Mm-hmm. But those who have, or anyone who's independent, they have the ability to learn how to be interdependent. You feel me? To be interdependent, those are the people who have mastered working together, realizing how to maneuver and navigate through their relationships, such as marriages, work personalities, or, you know, stuff like that. So, you following my take on this? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, cool. So in the book that I'm reading, it's saying like, you know, nature itself, it moves interdependently, not independently. Like if you look at a car, right? Mm -hmm. Not one single part in a car can operate a vehicle at all. Everything has a purpose. And if everything is doing their job independently, together, cohesively, interdependently, your car starts. It's interdependency. Okay. Your heart, your liver, your lungs, your eyes. Yeah, warm as hell. I want to say <laughs> I want to say your eyes and your lungs, but all oh, that just came out at one time. <laughs> your eyes, your lungs, like all, everything works together. Even all of your senses, man, like all your senses work together for you to have a reality to like shape your reality. You can see blue, red, green, yellow, and all these other colors because your eyes allow them to. They work together. You can feel, taste, see, smell, hear. All of that shapes your reality, interdependency. I don't know. I think people should really speak more about it, especially, you know, as a child growing up. Like, when I have kids, I'm going to definitely show them how to be independent, but I'm going to also show them how to be interdependent, to be not just uh, leaders, but also be great team members and to be a great follower because you can't lead if you don't know how to follow. That's true. That's true. That's That's definitely true. I think that's um, Mm -hmm. definitely good to teach on kids growing up, definitely, because I think that's what what sports and, like, extracurricular activities do for you. And I think that's why um, our parents definitely um, wanted us to being stuff, whether it was on sports or ROTC or the band or in the drama club, anything, just being around with, like a group of people because that teach you how to, um, you know what I'm saying, not always depend on yourself, but depend on the next person with you so you can accomplish one goal. Because um, that's, right that's what, um, that's what um, going into the workforce is. Like um, playing sports and then going into the workforce is like it's hand-in-hand, the same thing. Because uh, when I was playing sports, we all had one goal. And, you know, everybody know what that one goal is when you play sports. That's 
to win a championship. So you want to work. That w. You need, you need, I don't matter, I don't care if it's a nigga that never plays in the game ever, but you still need him to do what he need to do at practice so y'all can make it to this level. And that's the same way on the job too. Like everybody has this goal. Like if you got to reach this certain amount of money today or this year, we all got to be doing our role into it. And so when the time comes, we reach that goal. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you're not all just focused on the manager. He got to reach that goal by itself. It's like the team and, right. and they, and they work together to reach that goal. So I think that's to teach um, kids at a younger age. So when they do grow up, they're not just this person that they say, no, no, I got it. I can do it myself type of person. It's like, no, you know what I'm saying? If you got a, you got an opinion or you got an idea, well, come on, let's, let's see what you got. And let's, and let's work it out to reach what we're going to reach to. Right. So I, I, like I definitely that. think I definitely that's some I definitely that's like something that need to be taught even like to older people who don't know that because um in this in this world in this life in this thing we call life you can't not do anything by yourself your whole life bro you can't like, you can't bro. you're gonna need, you're gonna, you're gonna need that help you're gonna need help eventually bro like you know what I'm saying we all gonna get old and we all are not gonna be able to do the same thing we did at 25 at 77 you know what I'm saying. You're gonna need help to do certain things. So you know, you gotta get used to like having people in your corner and being there with you and versus you just being by yourself. That's why we got a lot of people that they don't have any friends because they're so hell bent or I can do everything by myself. When you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's good to get some help, bro. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to get the help. Like doing it by yourself, okay. Congratulations, you can accomplish it. But I've heard like a old uh I heard an old saying before. And it was saying, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, come with us. Yeah. Bro, what, what good is it that you accomplish something big in your life, but you got nobody to celebrate with, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just um, say, like, you just, you get, you reach the biggest accomplishment in your life. As an artist, you win a Grammy or, or a BET award. That might be the biggest thing to you. And you go home, you got nobody to celebrate with. You ain't getting no text. You ain't getting nothing. It's just niggas on social media congratulating you and showing you hate. But you ain't got nobody in your corner that can, you know what I'm saying, get that hate out of here and just show you all love. You walk into that house and there's nothing. It's empty. It's just you and that guy. Niggas ain't. It'll make you question. Was it worth it? Exactly. Niggas ain't got no balloons for you. Niggas ain't surprised and all that shit. Nothing. It's just you walking into your house. And you got that trophy in your hand, and it's like, damn. Because you're going to, once that, you're going to be on high. The high going to be high at the award show. Mm-hmm. Once, you, once you get in that limo, whatever you're going to get in, and you get to that house, ain't nobody there but your dog. Not your dog. It's like, damn. You ain't got nobody to celebrate with. Ain't nobody calling you Jackson. Bro, you made it. You own one. You know what I'm saying? You, you did it. You ain't got none of that. That's why it's good to have niggas in your corner, bro. And that's what, that's always been my thing, bro. Like I got homeboys, I got a homeboy that cut hair, I got a cousin that do tattoos. You know what I'm saying? Once I in life, I'm a I'm a, I'm gonna ask them. I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna force no nigga to come with me. But I'm gonna ask them, hey, bro, do you mind being my personal barber? Do you mm-hmm. mind being my personal tattoo artist? You know what I'm saying, nigga, I just met a few weeks. A nigga, I just met last month. Nigga named Javan, bro. He good with numbers. Do you mind being my financial advisor, bro? 
You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's that's Ooh. the type of person I am, bro. I want to bring niggas, the niggas that was with me when I was down. I want to bring niggas up with me. So when I get to the point where I can, I, I reach this goal, whatever, whatever award show that podcast has got, we are gonna have in a few more years. This podcast is getting big. If you ain't got one, start one. Mm-hmm. But if I get to this point where we got this podcast award show, and I'm winning an award, I got my niggas with me. I can go celebrate with them. Versus if I just if I shut all these niggas out and I say fuck Red Cup TV, I'm doing my shit. Now I ain't got nobody. Nobody knows what I go through. Exactly. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna go home, <laughs> and I ain't got shit. I ain't got nobody to celebrate with. I ain't got no team. I ain't got nothing. It's just me. That's a long. It's a lonely way, bro. That shit's sad, make you bro. Hate it. Yeah, right. that shit's sad as hell, bro. It's it's people out here who are like highly successful, got families, but the thing about it is, when they go home, they don't even know who their spouse and kids are. They just and then they question, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Or there's people who don't even have that. They just, it's all career. And they're like, damn, was it worth it? Yep. You got to incorporate that life is interdependent. You feel me? Congratulations. You made it to the level of being independent. But if I feel like if you want to truly have a fulfilled, satisfying life, you have to incorporate others. Exactly. And I believe not just incorporate, but be of service to others. Because if you've ever noticed, think of the times you felt like the most accomplished. You feel me? Like, damn, that felt good. It was when you gave something to somebody, right? Yeah. Felt amazing, didn't it? Mm-hmm. That's That's what that is. You know, and like I plan on when I retire, bro, I create a program that service, you know, the youth that and that, you know, not only just influence them to be whatever they want to be, but to actually groom them to move that way. You know, tell them about their career choice or give them the type of training they need to be it. You know, the certifications you want to do music. OK, cool. I'm going to teach you how to write. You want to produce. I'm going to teach you how to make beats. You want to be an athlete? Let's bring in some damn physical trainers. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like, let's, ma- let's make it to where you can be the best you're going to be. You know? That's that's what I really want to do, bro. Like, when I retire, I want to do that. And I don't care how much it costs. If I can afford to start it off and to bring people in, that's what I care about right there. Yeah, man. I, that's, that's dope, too, bro. That's definitely dope. You know mm-hmm. definitely, it definitely give kids something else to see because I feel like um in our culture, like only way we think of making it out is being a rapper or athlete. You know what I'm saying? That's been and that's been years, like for years. Like it's it's a kid in the hood right now thinking the only way out is just being a rapper or athlete, bro. Yeah, it's it's more to this, bro. Like it's so much more to like life than being in entertainment. And and that's where I get mad, but that's where I understand that a lot of us is just naturally talented in those areas, whether it's acting, music, sports, uh, fashion. Like we, it's like black people naturally have a talent for that stuff. That's not me being Afrocentric, but I really believe like black people just have a natural gift to do certain things, and and it's like 
we're forced to do it sometimes and don't even know it. I was talking to my homegirl, you know, back in high school, we, we used to think like she was really into fashion because she could turn an outfit that was crazy looking into something. Like she looked like she had that shit on all the time. And we just had a conversation the other day and she was like, nah, a lot of my stuff was hand-me-downs. So I did all the sewing and, and cutting and turning, excuse me, and turning my outfit into something. And I was like, wow. So it's like hard times. You never know what that star athlete or, you know, what situation groomed that star athlete to be that star athlete. Like he could probably be the fastest at practice because he go outside and he hit them suicides because on the inside of his house, you know, his parents is arguing domestic abuse. For some reason, good talents like that be having, I won't say dark stories, but they be having a story behind it, you know? Yeah. They do. They it's, really do. You know, it's a few athletes that, that didn't go through that. It's a few of them. You know what I'm saying? A guy like Grant Hill, who probably, you know what I'm saying? He had he had his struggles in, in his ways, but he ain't had the same struggles of a, a LeBron James who grew up in a single parent household. Um sometimes he wouldn't even with his mom, he'll be with his, you know what I'm saying, his AAU coach. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's different than growing than somebody like Grant Hill who grew up with his mom and his dad. Who his mom yeah, his mom and his dad in his life, and his dad was an NFL player with the, with the um, Dallas Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? But he's also a great NBA player. He made it to the Hello. same place LeBron made it. The struggle was different, though. The struggle was different. Grant Hill's struggle was that I'm a, I grew up with a successful black father and a successful black family, and I went to Duke, which was a predominantly white school, still is to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, SPWI, and I I have to face the fact that oh you're not you're not really black you're not hood enough you're not from here so you're not really black that's the that's the struggle that Grant Hill faces versus LeBron who has a struggle of facing I don't know my dad never seen him I'm just trying to fight so I mean my mom can live comfortably so we ain't got to keep moving house to house school to school. Mm. That's the that, but they both had struggles in their life though. It's just the struggle was different. Grant Hill was trying to was trying to basically prove himself, and LeBron was trying to prove himself too. But they're trying to prove themselves to different audiences in different ways. There you go. I, I like how you explained that. Yeah, it's like not every gift or talent has a traumatic experience, but I feel like it all they all play a part in the story. Yeah. It, it all plays a part in, in the story of that talent and how it got to be that developed. Man. Yeah, yeah man. And it's a, you know what I'm saying? And there's and a lot of kids, and I hate that, you know what I'm saying, that definitely black kids have to go through that, man. Of You're not you're not black enough if you're not from this, this certain environment. Like, why does that matter? You know what I'm saying? My, I got the same skin color you got. Right. So, so what did I? I came. I, I grew up in a successful family. I can't. That's not. That's out of my control. I can't control that. You can't control where you're born, man. No, I can't control that. I grew up this way, and you grew up that way. I can't control <laughs> that. I can't. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and and those and those kids have to prove to themselves that you know what I'm saying. I'm that I'm black because it's those same kids that grew up like that. They go to these schools and they're gonna be like, you're not, you're not black enough. And now they gotta go do something crazy that's to prove to you that I'm black enough. And now mm-hmm. they never see 
They'll never see daylight again. Right, because all of them ain't that lucky. You feel me? So I got a homeboy right now behind bars. Life. Different situation. Well, no, I don't even think it was a different situation. It was just you couldn't take, you can sometimes, bro, you can't take the hood shit out of people. I don't care where you take them. You just can't. Yeah, that's true, though, bro. I, I believe, like, our environments is that plays a, a role in nurturing us or nurturing us into, you know, being who we are. Because mm-hmm. being from certain places, you develop certain things. Like, for instance, I'm from, you know, we from the South. So, yeah. what is something we're going to do if we're walking in public and you make eye contact with somebody? Hey, how you doing? I'm going to give you, you know what I'm saying? Respectfully. Right. You're going to nod or something. Mm-hmm. At least acknowledge them, right? Yep. So, this guy in the office, you know, he walks in and out of my office and it's like, you know, he'll look dead in my face. <laughs> we make eye contact. And I'm like, hey, how you, you know, how you doing? Uh, good morning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He don't say nothing. For me, that's disrespect. <laughs> because if you look dead at me and I, I'm speaking to you and you don't speak to me, first of all, I'm going to feel a little hostile. Because <laughs> now I'm like, okay, you won't do something to me. I, he probably ain't got no intention on doing nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But immediately, it's like, you got something on your mind. Like, what's up? And so I, I was explaining this to a coworker. He was like, yeah, man. He's like, you know, that's that Southern stuff, man. He's like, you know, yeah, they still say North Carolina is like the South, but, you know, they don't do that here. I'm like, yeah, man. I know. It's just sometimes that, that burn me, especially when it's long eye contact, bro. Like, it wasn't like it was a glance. Mm-hmm. That he looked at me long enough to know what color my eyes are, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. No, so I, I get that same that same thing at work, too, bro. Like, I, like, I, like niggas be just looking at me. I say, you know what I'm saying? How you doing? They don't say nothing. So all right, cool, bad. But you know what I'm saying? My and my thought process is like, okay, he ain't he ain't really fucking with me. But like, damn, once he actually needs some help, and I talk to him, like, okay, he cool as shit though. Right. You know what I'm saying my perspective of you changed. I'm guessing, but it's like it's probably where you from though. Like he might be from up north. I don't think they do that a lot, bro. Because um, it's a streamer. His name is um Casanetti. Y'all niggas probably know what Casanetti is. But um, he was um talking to somebody that was from Atlanta. And they was having a conversation. He was saying, like, they was in a club, and he dude, they just kept staring at him. And he was saying, well, from New York, you know what I'm saying? That, that's, like, that's, that's like, real cautious. Like, that's how I'm finna get ready to do something, because he keeps staring at me. Right. But the dude from Atlanta was like, nah, bro, he was just trying to see if he was really casting that. <laughs> you, see, you see how you see how different that is? Like, in New York, if you're staring at somebody, they're ready to get hostile with you. Like, that's weird to them. Don't like, don't stare at me. Like, that's weird to them. But down here, it's like, now nah, he's just trying to see like who you are. They don't, they not going for that up north, bro. They not, bro. I'm going to tell you another <laughs> habit that we do from the south that'll get you killed. <laughs> so my homeboy, like, uh, he was at a kickback or whatever. And he, him and all his homeboys, they invited, they from all the same area, or whatever. So when I ride by, I blow the horn, chunk the deuces, like, because I'm finna come back around or whatever in part, because mm-hmm. I seen him. 
And so he was like, bro, he because his homeboys just started acting real funny, like they like they ducked and like grabbed <laughs> at the waist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And my homeboy was like, bro, you almost got popped. I said, the fuck you mean? I'm like, yeah. Why everybody like? Why was your boys like reaching on me and stuff like? They know my car, bro. It was like, man, that the whole like you know blowing a horn and slowing down. He said, people don't do that where we from, bro. They said when they do that, they finna spin the block on you. I was like, oh hell. He's like, yeah, bro. Like my boys had a flashback out here. He said, honestly, I did too. <laughs> you can't be playing like that out here, man. Yeah, bro. Like it's it's just it's a culture shock for them when they come down here, bro. It's different. Cause on um, my dad, he had a roommate and he was in college. That was from New York, and that he ain't never seen a house with a front and backyard ever mm-hmm. until he came down here, and he was amazed by that. He was like, damn, y'all got a front and backyard, bro. Because in New York, they don't in New York they don't have it. They got a stoop, bro. A last porch, and that shit going straight down to a sidewalk. Ain't no, ain't no backyard, ain't no front yard, bro. Unless you go to New Jersey, that's where you'll see that. But in New York, they, they, that's they don't have that, so that's different to them. And a lot of these in New York, they ain't even got their license, bro. They ain't got no license. driving, bro. No, they don't. They don't be. They walk. Because everything they need to get to is by them. It's a corner store right here. It's a store right here. It's a clothing store right here. Like, they ain't even got to go far to get to where they want to go. Taking the damn subway. Taking the subway. And plus, the traffic is god-awful. So, I don't really blame them for not having no license. Because they can get an Uber, taxi, get on a train, walk. So, they really don't need for them to have a license. But when they come to the South, it's like, it's nigga, get, get your license, bro. Because that Uber tab is going to get crazy. You, you need that bitch every day. It's going to get stupid, bro. Dang, I was really finna say something right then. Like, I, I really, it was going to be funny as hell, too. In my head, it was hilarious. And I just forgot that fast. But yo, could you imagine? Like, being from New York. What about it, bro? I don't know, bro. Like, for one, I've never been. But I'm just thinking about, like, like everything that's up there, bro. I ain't ever been to New York. I don't have no desire to go to New York. Um, for some odd reason, people think I'm from the area. I'm not. Some odd reason? I'm, really? I'm 100, I'm 100% from down here. Um, I'm just not country, bro. I'm not. Not at all. But, um. The reason I don't have no desire to go to New York, and it's nothing against New Yorkers, is I don't fuck with rats at all. They just be running around the streets and y'all niggas are act normal. Not me. Cool. <laughs> Shit, if I see a rat, bro. Like, they, and they didn't like they got oh, small rats either, bro. No. Nah. Those joints look, 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 look like little dogs, bro. Like, no. I'm cool on that, bro. I ain't really... That's, that's how I don't want to go to New York. It's the rats. Not the people. Because some cool-ass niggas from New York. And the scenery looks great. You know what I'm saying? It looks great. But them rats, no. I ain't for wooden rats, man. Nah. You say he ain't doing the rats. Nah. Even if I go to New York for some reason... 
I'm gonna be on my P's and Q's about them rats, bro, bro. Bro, I'm just thinking about. I'm just thinking about how much rent gonna be. <clears throat> Losing my voice. Oh no, the rent is insane. Because like down here, bro, it's like fifteen hundred for a two bedroom, two bathroom, bro. And I remember about three years ago, it was only probably about eight nine. Mm-hmm. Now, ain't no telling what New York like right now, bro. If y'all think the prices of apartments in Atlanta is high, but you ain't seen that you go to New York. Cause that same apartment you getting, that's like probably fifteen hundred. That's three. That's three thousand in New York. Three thousand. And that bitch got one bedroom, one bathroom, and it's low as hell. And it's a studio. Facts. It is a studio. Low as hell. You paying three thousand a month for that joint. That's why that bro. That's why New Yorkers are hustlers, bro. I bro, I, don't, I I can't even blame niggas for selling dope because like, for them to live somewhere nice, you gotta have actual money for that. Even in like the apartments they live in, that's like ran down. Them bitches high too. For no reason, bro. I you bro, it's like you you gotta sell your mama or somebody up there to, to get what you're gonna get. But look though, dog, we almost at that time. Um, you got anything you want to say to the peoples? Um, make sure I leave five stars on the on the podcast. On you, you can do it on Spotify. Leave five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you listen to it on, you know what I'm saying, leave yes, leave the five stars on that thing to help your boys out. They get up to that. They get up in that. Get up in the world of podcasting, and um, praying for. We don't have to go to war with this Ukraine and Russia stuff, but praying for the people in Ukraine, definitely for the um the Africans in Ukraine that's not getting treated well. Definitely send my prayers to them, man. Um, but that's about it, man. I like I like that you said that too, especially about Ukraine. Um, it seems like you know it's gonna get better. It's like they they might not try to act for a lot on war, but I mean you never know because this dude yeah. changes mind every twenty four hours. Yeah. But definitely, you know, our prayers and thoughts go out to those of Ukraine, especially those Africans that are trapped. Um, definitely go to our you know our social media, the Red Cup TV underscore inst- on on Instagram. Like all the pictures, bro. Like like <laughs> just go by and click everything, bro, and 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 follow us. You feel me? We we like the followers. We definitely need some more. We could always use some more. Um, and like, you hop on our stories and tell us what you want to hear. And you know, we'll talk about any and everything, any and everybody. You dig? Right. Um, <laughs> catch rails. You know, vibes for the week. I do um, my shit. I've been slipping, bro. I got y'all do. Hey man, we'll both be doing it. We're talking about you know vibes for the week, and then we also shout out some of the baddest followers. You know, some of the most. Uh, you know, best dressed followers that we got. We always do that. You know, big steppers and and baddie alerts. So y'all be on the lookout for those too. You know, and uh, hop on our Spotify. Give us a good rating, which is you know five stars. You follow dig? Them, follow them things. You feel me? If we made you laugh, go and hit us with the five stars and and and, and ring that bell. You feel me? Facts. Also, one thing, bro, is March, and you know what? Come if you're a sports fan, you know what? Come in March. March, March Madness. 
So the Red Cup TV crew. We got our own March Madness coming up this um in March. Next week, we're going to have a guest on. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Niggas, Hell wait. No. Wait and see. But every week in March, after after this week, we're going to have a guest on, man. We got some good guests lined up for you. Um, We got some artists. We got some podcasters. You know what I'm saying? Oh. We got some business owners. We got some bad joints. You know what I mean? Yeah, these. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we going to March Madness. is definitely going to be fun. It's going to be dope. Um, if it's your first time listening to Red Cut TV podcast, man, I'm glad you're listening to us. Keep giving us a listen. All our listeners worldwide because we worldwide with it. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Y'all, man. We love y'all. Stay dangerous. For sure. Peace.